I can't imagine. But we got to do some kind of Tarant side by side. Tarantino. If he comes out with another movie, like I'm, a, willing to, like, I'm willing to. I'm willing to. Some a good side by side. Tarantino and what would what would be uh, something to pair with Tarantino? Uh, Totino's f- pizza rolls. <laughs> that sounds funny, actually. <laughs> Quentin Tarantino, and that would probably be about how you feel. The respect you I have would, for Quentin Tarantino. I would Tarantino. lavish praise on the pizza roll. <laughs> hey, everyone. Welcome to the Thin Red Vine. This is Mark. This is Dave. And today is the release date for Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania. I, was gonna, I got a little nervous. <laughs> I almost just said Ant-Man 3. Yeah, yeah. A3. I think that's fair. You can't say A3. Um, and we've tossed around a lot of ideas for different MCU-connected lists ideas, and, and this is how this one came to be. Um, yeah. Because I was thinking, you know, what's the, what's the signature feature of Ant-Man? Like, when you think Ant-Man, you think <laughs> what? Fill in that blank for me. Uh, sh- he shrinks. He shrinks, and? <laughs> um... He's a superhero. And he's got a pretty fancy helmet. He's got a pretty <laughs> fancy helmet. And that's that's where I went right All away. Right. Because he does that thing, you know, the helmet just kind of springs over his head. Yeah. This was not my it's inclination a to helmet. go in this direction. <laughs> well, you know, we're always looking for something with a little bit of an edge to it, a little unexpected, a little, mustard. A little silly, a little mustard, we like to say. And yeah. uh, so we're going to try today for our own enjoyment yeah. and hopefully yours, the top five cinema cinematic helmets. Top five helmets, or or we can think, we may think about it differently. Characters yeah, wear these who wear helmets. helmets. Um, and it actually, I mean, Mark, we've had some conversations. He's like, this I'm is hard. I'm stressed about my list. He feels kind of siloed into a couple zones with this. I felt like it was an open field. Like there's so right. many options. Like there's so many, right. so many great helmets in movie history. Um, I, I feel like we'll I, see how it goes. I, but I think gonna it's going to create helmets, some I'll be variety. Like, oh, I can't believe I forgot that. Because the helmet, I mean, we'll get into the philosophy of right. the helmet as we get through different. But helmets right. are just, you know, it's like a way to make a character, like, give him a signature look, yeah. make him make him kind of iconic. And I think yeah. if you if you really pause and try to think about it, like a right. lot of them, you realize right. more and more characters. It's part of their look, it's especially course in the world yeah. of superheroes and, but and other things before we get into helmets and i know the folks at home are excited or in your car top wherever five, you are top you're five so helmets top <laughs> you're probably more excited maybe than i am they're, about they're this changing list. the station already but uh um two episodes ago when we did the uh, top five movie character titles like the character's name Our is title, the title characters yeah, yeah i can't believe and i just have last to, top five uh this at least i should have mentioned it um i think it probably could have made my list i was so hyped up about flash gordon and if you didn't hear that was a great pull you didn't hear that episode yeah. go to that and I you lo- said that that was kind of a surprise <laughs> discovery like you had a list and you went in your right. basement this makes you me the, the helmet poster, thing very nervous and it just arrived yeah. it did to have the movie poster hanging in your basement and miss the miss the miss it is yeah. uh, pretty bad um so here's one i watched a lot growing up also from the 80s popeye Popeye. robin williams popeye i watched it all the time it's not again great but it was like (laughs) it was great for me because it was just fun (laughs) i watched the cartoon all the time no one else could have pulled that off except for robin Uh, williams right try to imagine any other actor doing that so the big forearms blue like yuck 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 he's doing the whole thing i love the whole the way they uh I, I'm gonna say like the production design of like Sweet Haven, like the whole town yep. of it. It's so charming and, and olive uh, oil. Olive oil, who uh, 
Shelley Duvall yeah, ends up I was as uh, her. or I was, was in The Shining previous, and so yep, um, who we've we've mentioned, we've mentioned The Shining. Yeah, recently. and so uh, anyways, <laughs> I wanted to give a shout out to Popeye, and you said you had something you needed to uh, address. First of all, I appreciate I a, the Popeye. I, fe- I appreciate the Popeye. I think. <laughs> Because that Popeye, that Popeye's came chicken. up, that came up, not a bad idea. That <laughs> came up, <laughs> that came up while I was working on this list because I think there's something about things that have been on TV and in a movie, you might associate one more with another. Like Correct. you associate Popeye, like I, I think most people associate Popeye as a cartoon. And so when you're thinking of movies, even though there was this Popeye, but you don't think right. of the movie. Right. Um, and I, I ran into that a couple times with helmets, so I totally understand how you could miss that because you associate something with a with a, a TV show, and then all yeah. of a sudden it just doesn't come to your mind when you're thinking of movies. Okay. So that makes sense to me. I wanted to issue a correction last time. I was listening back to our episode uh-huh. last week, which I do every once in a while, and it was I had a good time, but yeah. I was embarrassed to realize oh, toward man. the end when we when I was gushing about Ang Lee's Hulk, which I still stand by. Yeah. Um, I referred to Jennifer Connelly's character as Betsy Ross. Oh, yeah. Instead of Betty Ross. Okay. Betsy Ross, of course, uh, like sewed the American flag or something. Like <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> and I heard it I heard it back and I was like, uh oh, I think I think that might be wrong. Oh. And then I, I, I did a quick well, double check. I'm like, oh, Betty Ross. Betty um, Ross is the character from the Hulk okay. who's been played by yeah. Liv Tyler and right. Jennifer Connolly and all these different people. Well, um I'm this is gonna be Betty a perfect Ross. segue because uh, <laughs> I have a surprise this is I guess another gift we're unveiling on this show for Dave again somehow. Uh, but this is this was purchased by me. Yeah, I like for- this. I like gifts for Dave as a recurring segment <laughs> on the purchased show. Purchased by me for Dave. Oh. And sort of it has like a, a, a superhero uh, vibe to it because we are talking about Ant-Man uh, and the Wasp Quantumania if, indirectly if, if via helmet. If this helmets. isn't a, a pair of underoos, I'm going to be disappointed. <laughs> oh, man, I love me some underoos. <laughs> So, but it's he's t- opening. It's, t- it's in. It's in its Amazon it's Prime wrap. package. I just opened it to make sure I got the right well, thing. It's a Blu-ray. It's a two-movie collection. Boom! <laughs> How exciting I'm, is I'm that? I'm looking at a Blu-ray, <laughs> a two-movie collection of The Incredible Hulk, starring Edward Norton, and then Hulk, Ang Lee's Hulk. Yeah. Both Hulks won one disc, and, I can't and it was for an unbelievable deal. <laughs> I first, I'm sure. I, well, I first went on and I saw Hulk. Like for a ridiculous price, some four like a four K Hulk. I'm like, well, I like Dave. I don't know if he, I don't know if he's twenty five dollars worth of a DVD. I'm not. And then for a fraction of the cost, you get both. But here's what put me over the edge. Yeah. And this is just for the folks. What kind at of special home. features are we talking about? The, yeah, this is what put me over the edge. The making of the Incredible Hulk, becoming the Hulk, becoming uh, Abomination uh, from comic book to screen. Uh, and feature commentary with the director and Tim Roth. Wow. And then Ang Lee's one, The Incredible Ang Lee, and that's as if we wrote that because uh, we love Ang Lee. The dogfight scene, the making of Hulk, the the unique style of editing Hulk, and feature commentary with Ang Lee. Wow. I mean, this is... We might have to do, we might have to do our uh, own side-by-side. We, oh, can, watch, that, we can watch both Hulks. side-by-side than the Incredible Hulk, Hulk and Hulk. Hulk. Throw on some Lou for With all the features. I love it. Yeah. So. I'm excited to watch specifically Ang Lee's Hulk because I got fired up about it last yeah. week. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, I that's remember great. liking it, uh, Hulk, 
Um, I love The Incredible Hulk. That's one of my favorite MCU. And kind of like films. quietly sidelined by Marvel, I feel like, because oh, yeah. of the awkwardness of the actor change. Right. and Because it is technically part of like Phase it is. 1. It's yeah, like it is. one of the first Phase 1 movies. Yeah. You get Ross showing up at the end of Iron Man yeah. 2 and all those things. Um, so, but, but kind of right. quietly pushed aside. <clears> I was sort of clamoring for like, maybe the people want to hear our best MCU films, but <laughs> no. that didn't... That didn't helmets. <laughs> we went with helmets <laughs> instead. With so. helmets. If Which you, is tricky to think about. Um, very tricky. And we'll have to sort of suss that as we go, like okay. how we arrived at the different ones on the list, because I think right. there's some question as to what counts as a helmet, uh, what counts as like a distinctive moment with right. a helmet. Like, and does they it, spend significant time in the helmet. Yeah, my thinking was it has to be kind of associated with the character or yeah. they have to like, the, like a memorable thing in the movie has to involve, they have to be wearing, like it can't just be that someone like, someone put on a helmet right for a moment and took it off or they so. have a helmet on in the poster but they don't actually wear the like if it's something like that right i feel like uh that's you're that's really not reaching fair. you're reaching so it has to be like if you picture the character okay. you can picture them that way all right so um, how do you want to handle this helmets. do you want to my order is kind of indifferent um sure. i mean i i, I kinda, put mine in a in i mean a i got my showman sh- my showrunner and <laughs> yeah, me going sure. um if i assume we might bump on some of the same things maybe um, but I, so if you I'm bring guessing. it up, we'll just talk about it then. I'll say that's also on my list and then just no reason to wait. Right. Sure. That okay. seems like a good plan. I have, st- I want to start with some honorable mentions. Do you have any? Cause I, I had an abundance of, of, uh, I don't want to say any honorable mentions cause I feel like they could be on your list. Okay. Well, if I mention one as an honorable mention, just, just say it's on I'll, your I'm list. I'm going to poker we'll face wait. you we'll if it's on my list. Okay. So a few honorable mentions. One judge dread. I, and I don't want to talk about it because we already kind of gave Dread enough airtime last time. Did we? That another good side but by side. But it's a, uh, it's uh, no matter how you feel about the Stallone movie, which everyone f- feels badly about, and no matter how you feel about the Dread movie, which I in the past believe I liked, but I never went back and watched it. It is a distinctive helmet, and it's he's memorable and like so tightly associated with that very cartoony geometric 95 i think that was out um that it's hard to talk about helmets and not at least mention his name so yeah. honorable mention to judge red i don't want to give those movies any more time we've already talked about them yeah. so there's and no me- sense in talking about them <clears throat> okay judge, judge Dredd. another one do you remember a little film in 1994 called stargate it starred kurt russell it's i do james spader yeah, and it was some kind of plot about the Egyptians it. having been aliens, and then they kind of they like archaeologists discover okay. this portal and they can transport. But that's the Stargate. Anyway, I remember the it's name. It's kind of like giving a backstory to Egypt, the Egyptian mythos that okay. makes them otherworldly. Anyway, so you saw this movie? I saw this movie back then. You like? I it? had a memory, and this is the thing about TV because I know Stargate went on to be a long-running TV show. Okay, but it started with this movie. And I don't know that the movie's any good. I remember liking it back then. But the thing I remember most is that these Egyptian warriors have these helmets that, like, that, like, um, sort of automatically deploy around their heads. Like, yeah. they look like Egyptian people from a period movie, but then they press <laughs> this button on their collar. And Ooh. then, like, an Anubis head, like, chunk, 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 like, grows around their face. And then they look like the hieroglyphics with people with the big animal heads. Right, yeah. And it's like, I'm, as a kid, I'm like, that's the coolest thing I've ever seen. I watched a clip of it, though. Oh, you did? To confirm? And the special effects don't look as good <laughs> anymore okay. to me as they did at the time. But I was like, you know what? 
it stood out in my memory as a yeah. cool helmet, and there's several in the movie. It's like a recurring so little. This, this that'll gimmick. be interesting too, because you're remembering, like, for that to get a uh, not, uh, honorable mention, mention <clears throat> you're not thinking really of one specific character. You're thinking about a group of people that wore. Yeah, there okay. were distinctive helmets in that particular. Gotcha. Movie. But it's an honorable mention. It, it so didn't, didn't rise. We don't to have the to top. talk about it too much. Um, number three is. Anton Chigurh from No Country for Old Men. He does not wear a helmet, but his hair is, he's got helmet hair. And I felt like I wanted, wow. I wanted to put him that, on the list. That's why you had a list of 50 I options. I almost had him on the list. And I'm like, you know what? That feels unfair to Mark. He's sweating about the helmet yeah. thing. He's really trying hard. I can't go in here and make a mockery of the helmet. But that he's got, been, that's pretty funny. He's though. got a distinctive haircut. Yeah. And uh, it is very hel- helmet like and creepy. Yeah. Um, you know, someone with that haircut calling you friend, uh, watch out. Yeah. Um, coin. Anton Sugar from yeah. No Catch for Javier Bardem, a great, great performance. Yeah. And then my last honorable mention. Okay. This is Kelsey's. I have to, I have uh, to hand it to her. And I feel like her. I might have to go poker face. I, I feel like just, Kelsey might say something that would be on my list. I was just talking about this idea. I was like, I can't think of anything. And she just out of nowhere immediately just said this character. I'm like, that's, that's, that's a great character. And this is from Toy Story 4, Duke Kaboom. Oh yeah, <laughs> which we watched a clip of it. Keanu, and, yeah, it's so funny, and yeah. I think that's the thing with Toy Story Four is like the show is stolen by all the side characters, like Key and Peele as the stuffed carnival animals, and right? Yeah, Keanu Reeves as Duke Kaboom. Yeah, the four uh, that's Forky, what helps the Forky, Forky the yeah all these funny side characters yeah. that have really strong personalities, and we watched the clips of Duke Kaboom, yeah. and Keanu's so funny. It's like it's really um, it's like. A, Rajon, like his his like his uh, friend, right? Um, yeah, yeah. The kid that and you know Disney so uh, announced Toy Story five. Wow. Yeah, in the works. So, so those, I can't believe that. I, I mean, know. I guess I can, but they seemed like they ended, they ended it with the third one, and now they're like, well, yeah, you know, I, they got yeah. Buzz Lightyear movie. Okay, whatever. Yeah, that's true. Keep them that's going. Um, so okay. anyway, those are just those are just things I, I like didn't it. end up on my list, but they're all characters with helmets right. that I enjoy. So, right. do you want me to kick us off with the real list? Do you want to start? Do you want to? I'm. Uh, I can. Does I'm not happy matter. to get going. Does not matter. Okay, my number five, and I'm actually I've mastered now the uh, starting with five and going to one rather than starting with one and going to five. So my number five. Yeah, I you've learned. Figured you've out. learned. Is that, is that what you're trying to say? Fourteen episodes. You learned how and to I be think, the showrunner. I figured out how to go the opposite. So order. and if Dave says now at this point uh, a, a helmet that's also on my list, <laughs> I will just jump in. I and feel say, like you're taking shots at this whole list idea. Helmets is a great. I'm idea. I'm very nervous. People want to know. I'm going to be looking helmet. very closely at the numbers of who's listening. <laughs> if the numbers are it's lower, be big than movie. It's going to be. Big. Which was my. Possibly bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> Character title, like the John Wick thing. I felt like I... It's uh, okay. Okay, here we go. Number five. Uh, this is from a little movie called Gladiator in the year 2000. Don't have it. And it's not Russell Crowe and his helmet, which no. is distinctive. Yeah. But... Uh, the helmet of a character called Tigress of Gaul. Do you remember this helmet? Yeesh. It's kind um, of the middle of the movie. Okay. He's He's kind of... Russell Crowe's character has already been competing in the arena. Okay. He's like trying to build up his reputation with the crowds. Okay. So he's already won a few fights. And then uh, Joaquin Phoenix, Emperor guy, is um, trying to like suppress this this uh, you know rising star in the in the Coliseum. And so they announce like, oh, he's coming five years out of retirement. Oh, right. We're yeah. bringing back like the old veteran yeah, champion. Yeah, now I remember. Mm-hmm. And this guy comes out and he's got like an axe in one hand and a sword in one hand. He's got this big like silver helmet of like a tiger 
like some, his mouth. Yeah. So his head is coming out of the tiger's mouth, this yeah. shiny helmet. And then there's like a fold down like mask part. Oh. So his face is yeah. covered with like a statue's yeah. face, and then it's got this tiger thing, and there's like this teardrop thing over one eye. It's a really cool. You like that helmet? It's a really cool helmet. Yeah, <laughs> I like that helmet. And so then they fight, you know, and the helmet is like sort of he. Yeah. It's uh, the helmet is like very intimidating, and I think that's kind of the purpose it serves because, you know, at this point in the movie, you're totally on Russell Crowe's side, of course, as the audience member. As you should be. Um, you're like rooting for him, yeah. But then they're gonna bring out this old champion, like you. They're trying to make it seem like everyone in the in the Coliseum knows who this guy is. Like they're excited to see him come back, yeah. but you don't know who he is as a viewer. So, I feel like the mask serves to like make him instantly have a presence on screen. It's like this big helmet with like very distinctive features. It's almost like, yeah. it's like very stylized, and so it's like he seems big. He is big, but. He's bigger. He's intimidating. Huge. You don't have to know his face because he has this this helmet that kind of stands in for his face. Yeah, literally. I can picture it. Um, and it's I. Whenever I think of cool helmets, you know, which That's, I do from time to time, <laughs> I'm like, what are all the cool helmets? <laughs> I picture this in bed guy, at night, and I didn't even cool know his helmets. name. I had to like look up the name. <clears throat> yeah, I would have had no idea because I don't. I didn't. But I had the helmet yeah. to me it was so distinctive. Yeah. You, yeah, you, okay. You see where I'm going? You see how I this do, works? I do. I'm a little nervous. Can People I? What helmets? is your take on Gladiator, real quick? I'm okay. I, I'm okay, okay with it. I didn't. I. I that one did not go Gaga over it like a lot. Okay. Like I feel like a lot of people my age, when it was out, and in the years afterward, okay. even into college, people talk about Gladiator like it yeah. was the greatest, the greatest. And like I was, I was always okay. It was like fine. It's good. I'm like, looking back. It's surprising to me that it won Best Picture. I don't know yeah. what its competition I mean, was. It, it doesn't seem like the kind of movie that would uh, win. Traffic to me. was its probably biggest competition. Okay. Um, so I'm, it's a good movie. Yeah. It's, but it doesn't feel like. And I like Ridley Scott. Like I'm a Ridley Scott I fan. I think they announced Gladiator Two recently. Can you believe that? Wow. And especially how Gladiator ends. Right. <laughs> Bring him back somehow. Um, yeah, or he'll play Skimming like that he's going to play Zeus from uh, Thor: uh, Oh my Love gosh. and Thunder, and what he'll just be the, he'll be the same. He'll be the same. That almost makes me stick, sick to my stomach to think about his <laughs> Russell Crowe as Zeus. So yeah, I'm I'm fine with Gladiator. I've probably really seen it probably since 2002 or something. I mean, I okay. probably saw it a couple times, and that was it. Gladiator. Um, but that helmet. Okay. Is is a good helmet. That's a heck of a helmet. That's a heck of a helmet. Okay. What do you got? All right. So, uh, thinking about helmets, and I know uh, it, it was hard for me. My brain immediately goes to Star Wars and the MCU. And so, one of my first picks is from the MCU, but maybe not a character you would be thinking about initially. Um, it is a villain, and it is Mysterio. Oh, I thought you were going a different direction. Okay. But I Love, like it. It's uh, a distinctive helmet, no very question. Very distinct. It's uh, basically like a fishbowl on his head. Famously. Like a yeah. cloudy fishbowl <laughs> yeah. on his head. Yeah. But um, so I always, I'm always like, that is such a cool character and a cool costume yeah. and one heck of a cool helmet. Um, but I also <laughs> love uh, Jake, the character. I love Jake Gyllenhaal's yeah. portrayal. And here's kind of a hot take. Are you ready Give it for to this? me. I'm ready. Okay. Yeah. I think... We're talking helmets. I'm ready for anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm taking us away from helmets a little bit. But uh, just to give it, give Mysterio and his helmet and everything, <laughs> maybe this is a factor. I um, of the Spider-Man movies, I really like Spider-Man: Far From Home. I'm not yeah. gonna go on record saying I like it better than No Way Home because I'll get a lot of hate because that is <laughs> become everyone's favorite Marvel movie, uh, No Way Home. 
And so, but I really like Far From Home, and I think a big reason is uh, Mysterio uh, and that character. And so I, uh, yeah, I totally dig it. I like Spider-Man villains in general, and he's yeah. a pretty cool one. Yeah, that's it's so interesting too because I mean everything you say is true about the character and how they really made it into an interesting character and Jake Gyllenhaal did a good job like adding a lot of layers to it and making him seem like he had a distinct personality and even as a villain in Marvel the MCU he had his he had a distinct kind of angle and shtick and he had it wasn't like the same kind of like cosmic threatening person as no he's like very grounded and very much like oh yeah like his motivations are like believable and yeah. and he's and you can see where this came from and and uh but Mysterio to me as like a as a comic book fan, as a Spider-Man fan from way back, you know, even watching that like animated series as a kid. Okay. Mysterio is a silly character. And so he's one of those where you're like, they're never, why would they ever do Mysterio? Like you have so many other Spider-Man villains that are so much more grounded and so much more like, you know, you don't have to deal with some (laughs) goofy costume like the. And you (laughs) said the fishbowl like that's Yeah. If you think of Mysterio, you're like, Oh, he's got that dumb fishbowl helmet. But like, how would they possibly translate that right. to, uh, like, a live-action thing and not have it look silly? Yeah. And they did it. Like, it doesn't look yeah. silly. It looks well, cool. Well, they were probably, like, with all the reboots, <laughs> running out of villains to use. Like, how? what can we like, do here? I feel like all they're left with now is, like, the the rhino, I also feel that way about him. Like, right. He was um, teased at the yeah, end. They got Paul Giamatti in there. Spider-Man yeah. too. Right, yeah. <laughs> But I was like, yeah, the rhino's like probably the only, like the silliest one left that they had haven't found a way to shoehorn in. Right. Um, but it's like, well, if they did Mysterio, I, they can do anything. Yeah, you know? they can you do can anything. Get, you can get the rhino in yeah. there. Who would also, I think, would have a distinctive helmet. <laughs> but Mysterio, <laughs> Mysterio's a good he, pick. He I like you. I okay. like him in that yeah, movie it, for sure. It felt fun to me. And uh, yeah, there it is, Mysterio. There it is. Okay, my number four. Let me take you back to a little year called 1987. I bet you we match. You think? My helmet is noted as 1987. Well, I've got two in my list from 1987, oh. so how do you feel about that? I'm a little nervous now. <laughs> okay, my I, my chances increase, though. <laughs> That's true. One, one of these matching is uh, odds are high. My number four is The Predator. I th- That's not our match. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I thought about The Predator, yeah. though. It, yeah. it went into my brain. I yep. guess if I made an honorable mention, that was one of my options. Yeah. So this is the Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah. the first Predator. Predator. Oh, We're not yeah. talking the Predator only Predator two with Danny. Danny the only Glover. Predator, in my opinion. Yeah. It's it's a pretty good. It's definitely the best Predator movie yeah. by far. I, I'm a huge fan. Uh, it's got so many quotable lines. It's got an amazing cast somehow. It's yeah. got like Arnold Schwarzenegger, Jesse Ventura as, yeah. <laughs> as the whatever cowboy guy. Yeah. Uh, Carl Weathers, who we talked about back in yeah. with Happy Gilmore. They got that epic recently. handshake at the beginning. They got Dylan. that like arm wrestling. <laughs> handshake yeah. thing that they do and uh there's so many funny li- shane black is in it do you know the director shane yeah. black he's one he's of the, he's one of the commandos oh yeah he's like one of the guys i think he's one of the first so ones that's to a die. marvel con- connection one directed iron man ones. 3 that's true um so anyway it's it's a great movie but to me it's it sort of represents something helmets. I'm, I'm trying to give the praises of helmets in yeah. terms of storytelling. Yeah. You know, I did it last time trying yeah. to explain Tigress of Gaul yeah. and how that adds He's gravitas. Praising helmets. Without any exposition. Um, for the Predator, like it works really well in a horror movie because it gives you, because if you watch Predator, it really plays out as a series of reveals, right? Because they're down there. There's like a cabinet minister got kidnapped by guerrilla militants or something. Anyway, they send an Arnold and his crew into like the rainforest, wherever they are. And uh, as they tr- they're trying to go rest this rescue operation supposedly, and they think they're getting ready to deal with some like other 
commandos in the in the jungle and what it turns out is there's this there's a there's this other predator in the mix this alien who's there like just hunting for sport yeah and it's it's you don't see it for a long time it's like it's doing right. its cloaking invisibility right. thing so you don't even see what it looks and you wouldn't like. even think it had a helmet on Right, and then you get to a point in the movie where its cloak—it turns off its cloaking device or its its malfunctions or something—and then you see the predator. It's got this big, like, smooth helmet. It's got this weird kind of, like, spiky, dreadlocky hair. It's got this weird, like, fishnet. Uh, it's a it's a strange, but like all in that way, kind of believable yeah. alien species. It's like has a, it has its own kind of like culture and its own little it's got that tools. weird predator noise. Yeah, they got all the different predator vision modes, like the yeah. infrared and the whatever. Uh, but he's got the smooth helmet, and then so that's the first reveal. Is you see him for the yeah. first time, and he's like cool. He's got a shoulder gun, and there's all this stuff. He's got claws. Wow. And then later on, when they're fighting, when it's like kind of just down to Arnold and the Predator, for whatever reason, the Predator like reaches up and takes its helmet off. It like undoes yeah. these little little gas things, and then the helmet comes off. And then you get the big the bigger Ugh. reveal, which is these things are butt ugly, and that's what it's gross. That's what Arnold says when he sees it. he's like, oh, yeah. "You want ugly mother truck or whatever." Yeah, he says. you are. He lays then, it down uh, because they have these like little beady eyes that are like close to the center of this wow. big head, yeah, and then they like have these weird like pincher. Octopus, right, this, like, yeah. Four flanged mouth thing, then like a second jaw inside. Anyway, yeah. they're just like, and so as a horror, I, I don't know if you think of Predator as a horror movie. It's kind of like an action horror. I saw it at the movie thing. theater. When were I was you scared? Ten. <laughs> and how do you feel? Was that a good idea? I liked it. It's but rated I, R, I remember I being like, oh yeah, um, yeah. I, I remember being like. It was super cool, but I watched all these Arnold Schwarzenegger, Commando, oh, these sure. R movies. Yeah, we're in his moment. Terminator, you right, know, right. like and uh, but yeah. So and that that the the I remember the unmasking or the unhelmeting of uh, yeah. Well, it's a was, sort of a thing with with monster movies. Like you want to have like that play out of not yeah. knowing what the monster looks like. Pe- people are getting killed or taken or whatever, and then you slowly reveal in sort of like a you know typical sort of plot arc of a monster movie and yeah. so you think you see him i guess is my point and then he finally takes the mask off and you really see him and yeah. it's like oh it's like he's an extra layer to this creepiness and right, this yeah. grotesqueness and how violent and you know whatever they are anyway yes. it's a it's just a good use of the helmet on top of being just a cool looking like believable alien it's a very specific right. look it's not this normal like big green alien with big eyes or something right. it's like its own thing true it's great it's a great helmet it is a great helmet talking about aliens uh not a i guess an indirect and honor, honorable mention um but not really i guess it just made me think of mars attacks have you ever seen that i movie? love mars so I, do not, I. not only have i seen it i love mars attacks. so do I. I and those helmets they wear i mean it's just the clear glass helmet so Ooh, that's so a good that's true i guess i don't think of it as a helmet because it's completely yeah, transparent it's there but, but what a Fun, funny, yeah, clever. Yeah, it's a funny uh, movie. <laughs> if we can figure out a way I to get a rewatching of that movie, I'm uh, on board. Tim uh, Pierce Brosnan, Tim Burton, Michael, Michael J. Burton. Fox, Sarah Jessica Parker, so Jack Nicholson. People. Yeah, it's funny. It's Jack cats. Black, a young Jack Black, young Jack Black, as the butt crack showing. Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> like recruit whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, shout out to Mars Attacks. Uh, Predator, love it. Do you want me to go to my 87 movie or do you want me to wait on that one? 
uh, wait on it because I assume we're going to match okay. at this point. Maybe not. Maybe 87 is a big year for helmets. <laughs> we don't, we don't I, here's what I have a memory of. I may have saw both of these movies in one of the first times I ever did a double feature at the movie theater. It was with my brother and my uncle and my uh, cousin. Uh, my uncle took sure. us, so very young, all of us, and we went to see Predator and this other movie on the same day, back-to-back. Back. Big day. Yeah, So, but I'm holding off on that title okay. right now. I can't imagine we wouldn't match if we're talking helmets. But um, <laughs> <laughs> So, okay, I'm moving into, um, this is just, uh, maybe it's an obvious choice. I didn't see any way to leave it off my list. Uh, when we said helmets, it's probably the first one that popped into my head uh, from Star Wars. And it's not Darth Vader. Okay. It is Boba Fett. So sure. I, can't, uh, I can't deny of um, just the iconic uh, uh, character that it is. Uh, and I haven't, I'm only halfway through the, the, the series, the TV series. So I'm only referring really to... Uh, when he, I was more aware of him in uh, Empire Strikes Back. Yep. So this is 1980, and just such a subtle character that became so popular. It's crazy. That, and I just remember, like specifically. So when even when we were talking about helmets, I remembered. Um, now I'm maybe the, uh, the. I doubt these would show up on your list, but I even thought about Lando Calrissian when he has that helmet in Return of the Jedi. Oh, uh, like and, the jaw and the, the boss thing character of Princess Leia with that helmet yeah. in Return of the Jedi as well. So anyways, but um, it came down to me uh, remembering my brother and I going to get buy action figures. Yeah. And before Kenner, they, before Kenner the, yeah, before they would uh, sell out and yeah. like getting like a Boba Fett character. And then with that one, you know, the other ones, you could take the helmet off and see the character of that one. That was just a fixture of them. Right. So you didn't. You knew someone was under there, like the stormtroopers and things like that. But you never really, you know, until now, it's been right. imagined. He had his little backpack series. with the little rocket thing. Yeah, it was such a cool character to, to try to get your hands on it. So I, I thought about Django Fett as well because uh, obviously it's uh, one is derivative of the other. Correct. Um, but I like this one more, just like how beat up everything kind of was i think that is the secret to like right a vintage kind of like a cool some i don't know there was just this cool factor to him as a character that helmet and i mean forever just wanting to know more about his story and then of course he has the very uh (laughs) tragic ending in In return Return of the the Jedi. jedi which is just Kind of the a quick joke, really. Uh, you know, yeah, when Sarlacc like, bit, yeah. Boba Fett, where's Boba Fett? Boom. There, and right. Greatest like, really? bounty hunter in the galaxy. And, you know, Tossed like, right down really? there. That, that we couldn't do anything more with that? <laughs> He's so cool. Maybe, the, you know, had they had more special effects things uh, around. But anyways, Boba Fett is on my list. Um, and uh, yeah, there it is. That's interesting. Yeah, you raise a good point, which is that, and I mean, this is probably the best case of like the the power of a, of a good helmet. Because, and I don't mean to be silly, like you're right. He has like one line in Empire Strikes Back, right? Does he have any even? Right. I, I thought he, I think he says one thing, yeah. one utterance, maybe. Yeah. When they're like got all the bounty hunters lined up, and yep. he says like all whatever his little yeah. affirmation that he's gonna go do the thing. Yeah. But you, that he became such a like you're saying, if you saw the movie and then you're like, oh, like of all the action figures from the movie, like I want Boba Fett. Like that's so interesting because it's like there's nothing to him really right, yeah. in the movie, and you basically are just going off of his look. Yeah, like he doesn't like d- display much right. 
much of anything. Yeah. Uh, he is just a costume. He and has like a the, cool ship too. It's Slave a cool one. ship. He gets solo it's a cool out of costume. there. Um, and like right, like you're saying, right, like they not, do a lot of character work with right. the helmet. Like it's all dinged up. It looks like he's very experienced. He's right. a veteran of you know whatever bounty yeah. hunting you know travails he's right, had. Yeah. It's like it's it's right. so much character work without. And I sort of like in the same way as Gladiator. It's yeah. like let's how, how much character work can we do? Just, right. Like we don't need to explain his backstory, right. do anything. If he just looks like somebody who has a whole story, right? And that mystique is part but of it. But from this world, and you're competing with like, I mean, the stormtroopers have a cool look helmet. Yeah, obviously, Darth Vader's awesome. You know, like how do we? Oh, and here's this standout one. You're like, oh. so yeah, right. I think that's a key too because all the, a lot of the other helmets in the movie are made to make people look more similar. Like you look like you're right. part of. You're a standard soldier. You you all kind of look. Yeah, you don't have individual identities, so you get this guy. He's in green. It's like yes. a different kind of silhouette. It's yeah. like okay, he looks like his own character, yeah. and so he stands out for that reason. Even yeah. in like that row of bounty hunters, you know, they got the weird robot thing, and they're yeah, like he seems like well, he's the cool one, right? Oh, you don't want the toys of those other no. jokers, correct? You want Boba Fett. You want Boba Fett. So even uh, if do you know his name in in Empire Strike? Do they say it in the? They must say it at some point. Say Boba Fett. I mean, you're not learning what his name is from uh, the toy. I guess you could be. Yeah, I don't know. I, I feel I like that's go my back. experience. I'm like, not a deep Star Wars. Maybe canon. they just refer to him as like Fett, maybe or something yeah. like that. I'm not a deep like lore canon Star yeah. Wars person. I can't name all the alien races. No, not like Pokemon characters. Not like Pokemon characters. <laughs> I even rattle those suckers <laughs> off. But I feel like with Star Wars, like I'm always learning the names of things by interacting with the merchandise. It's yeah. like, oh, the toy tells me the name of this character. Yeah. I didn't know the name when I no. saw the movie. Or like still, the Lego yeah. set has the names of all these characters on the bottom. Yeah. Like they had these names in the movie. Yeah. Not that I'm buying, but I see them. And I'm I like, know. oh, like, you know, there's so much, so much of it relies on you just interacting with other materials yeah. around the movie to know all the other stories. It's interesting yeah. that Boba Fett is kind of like the product of, or he became... I mean, now there's a show and they're trying to elaborate on right. the story. But for the longest time, he was just like so much mystique around him. People yeah. just writing stories about what his life might have been like. Right. Just, people just love him as a character. Yeah. Obvious pick. Good, good choice. Yeah. My number three <clears throat> is from 2001's Spider-Man by Sam Raimi. Oh. The Green Goblin. Oh, yeah. I did think of that helmet, but I already had Mysterio. Yeah, you didn't want to double too dip. heavy. Couldn't yep, go too yep. heavy on the villains. And now I can also, I guess, refer to the latest Spider-Man MCU movie because sure. he was in it. And he had, did he, but he didn't wear the helmet again in the new movie. Or did um, he? I'm, I'm picturing I, him just being mostly Willem Dafoe. Right. What a, but isn't he the one that's responsible for Aunt May? Yeah. Does okay. he have the helmet on at that and, point? I'm not sure. <laughs> Anyways, we're talking anyway, helmet. I'm talking 2001, and yeah, here's it's a, a creepy helmet too. It's a, a creepy character. helmet, lots of character, and I think this is it. Just represents a lot of things to me because, like I was saying with Spider-Man, um, there's a lot of silly villains. And if you go back and look at, you know, if you're familiar with those original stories by Steve Ditko and, and Stanley, it's like these are. The characters are like silly. They're like animal. It's like you got the vulture and you got the scorpion. Right. They're just like pick an animal of the week and we'll put them in a funny costume and like they're going to be the menace to Spider-Man. You know, it's like they're silly. And then it's like, oh, you're making these movies. Like how do you translate this kind of silly costume into a movie? And I think this is where, especially early on, 
Um, for me anyway, as a comic book fan, getting excited about seeing these movies on screen, it was almost always a disappointment to be like, oh, they had to come up with like the movie version of this. Like to me, the X-Men was a group of people in like a bright costumes and like they look like they're from a comic book and then they make the movie and everyone's like in these leather, black leather suits. It's like, oh, right. of course they're not going to try to do the bright. They're too afraid that it's going to look silly or something. Correct. Correct. There's even jokes in the X-Men movie about like, what did you expect? Yellow spandex? Yeah, right? yeah I remember they, that they one. Like, they like rib each other about Wink. the fact that of course we could never do that. Right. And so you end up in a situation like Spider-Man where like, okay, we're making a Spider-Man movie. The greatest Spider-Man villain historically is the Green Goblin, so we have to do it. Right. They got Willem, you got like the, one of the best actors he's you could great. possibly have to be a villain in a movie like that. Yeah, he's great. It's like, what's the look going to be? And I'm sure this was something that was like really, you know, you have to decide like, do we do we modernize it? Do we do we try to do it? Like, does he wear the little the little purple Stocky elf cap? cap? Yeah, yeah. Does he have like an actual goblin's face, or do we have him in a helmet? Does right. He, you know, you have to make all these decisions, and I just feel like. It's it's the rare case where they just kind of did a, their own thing. They're like, well, let's make it like an Iron Man like future like armor suit as opposed to like a guy in a Halloween costume, which right. I think is very much more the right. like a rubber mask. A right. rubber goblin mask is the is right. the it's traditional like a one, approach. It does, yeah, the mask doesn't move. Yeah, it's but like what they captured with it is mask, the face helmet. Yeah, the face of the Green Goblin's helmet in 2001 Spider-Man is perfect because it locks in that creepy expression, right. which is what you associate with the Green Goblin. And if you just had him put on like a Halloween mask, like a, a rubber goblin mask or something right. to that effect, you wouldn't get that instant no. transformation of like the big eyes sure. and like the, the devilish grin and all right. that stuff. It's not like the Joker where he just walks around with that face all the time. Right. You have to have him be Norman Osborn and you have to have him like make. And so like, it's a good solution to the problem. It's like a, it's an extreme choice, but I think it worked. It like, it took a character that could have been silly and it made it into like a cool looking, its own version that worked for that movie. And I think I, I mean, I credit Spider-Man as like, making all future superhero movies work like they yeah. showed that you could do it yeah and you could be pretty faithful to yep. the source material you didn't have to be afraid of it um like they were with you know x-men even just before that yeah so and that mask green goblins too it because in that movie you get to see william william uh defoe like make those kind of similar faces like in the mirror yeah and when so he's doing his i have to imagine routine. they had like looked at him and what he could do, like facial expression wise, as they were trying to dream this up, like an exaggerated metallic version of like his that yeah, green goblin he could do smile it. Yeah, right. and the shift in that character. Yeah. And then how nice to be able to bring him back. Yeah. Uh, in, uh, well, bring him back. Yeah, I guess. Bring him back all sure. the way back. Into yeah. The, uh, and I, I imagine if they, if they made that movie now. Like, I don't think they would do the helmet. I don't think they would do the whole costume that way. They'd probably try to be more faithful to... It seems like the MCU is trying yeah. hard to be faithful to the source material. Right. Because they you know can. that that's what people it's want. It's so hard to please people. Yeah, but um, I don't think it'd be the same. But it, it worked yeah. in that moment, and it and I think it made the movie work in a way okay. that it, it might not have. So the Green right. Goblin helmet, number three. Right. Okay, so um, my number three, and uh, we're, we're sticking MCU... I, I couldn't deny it. It popped in my head um, because if, when, I, when I heard this too, like uh, my brain didn't immediately go to like, uh, like, a, 
lesser known character from the gladiator but i Come on. i get that because <laughs> uh, i get <laughs> like uh, it's what a great helmet i just wasn't thinking that i was thinking more characters that i know and i loved and i liked and you would be hard pressed uh, not to put iron man on this list well, consider me hard pressed <laughs> not on my list okay all right <laughs> so immediately when dave uh pitched me this helmet idea and uh you liked it. <laughs> I was open. But I, I first thought he just, because of Ant-Man, meant just MCU helmets. And so I was like, okay, we got Iron it's Man. A bit um, do you count Black Panthers as a helmet? You know, um, what yeah, else is this? Cap- is Captain America as a mask or a helmet? So I toyed around with that idea. But um, so here's ultimately how I'm uh, trying to keep the pick of Iron Man interesting because I get. On the face of it, it's not that interesting of a choice. I mean, he has a helmet. Uh, he has he's a helmet. known for the helmet. Um, he's known for it. And I think because his character, um, you like every bit as much as Tony Stark as you do as Iron Man. And really, the uh, iterations of the mask, all the way from the beginning of Iron Man, when he's building like the first rendition in the, in the cave. Yeah. And watching the progression, not only of, I think of the mask, but you also can't think of the entire... Uh, costume or the armor or whatever you want to call it um and showing how really that you know a lot of these characters it's like oh they don't have their suit or their helmet and now they do um and then um you know and suddenly um they have it again and so without explaining um where where did they get this mask you know like you know we're just talking about the green goblin and like oh no he you know he just here it is. He, it was his idea. I'm sure he created it somehow. And uh, But so with Iron Man, I think you got the full story of how he engineered it, where it came up, and it becomes this fixture for the MCU, for his character, and even after, uh, spoiler alert if you haven't seen Endgame, his untimely passing. And a movie I just referenced becomes like this iconic symbol of uh, hope in what I just kind of showed my hand a little uh, a while ago i love spider-man far from home as i mentioned mysterio and you got the iron man uh mask up uh everywhere and uh is this again like this symbol of like whatever you want to call it hope you know iron man this larger than life character and um i think it's a great mask i love the uniform i like the design of it and again where um I feel I felt a little bad. I almost didn't have it because I was like, it doesn't have a lot of zip because everyone likes Iron Man. You love Iron Man. It's an obvious choice, maybe. I don't love Iron Man. You don't love Iron Man? No. Okay. So he's fine. He's fine? Yeah. Down yeah. on your list. Well, we know Dave's a Hulk. A <laughs> Hulk a guy. Hulk. Yeah. He Hulk wears a helmet? Did that cross your mind? Uh, oh, in Thor? Ragnarok? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Um, that's a good point. Well, so I was like Iron Man. I guess Thor has his helmet. Captain America... You know, I was I, I tinkered around. Well, but. Thor almost never wears. The, he only recently put on yeah. the helmet for a minute for in Jane. Ragnarok, and then in the yeah. new in the new movie. So that was hard. Iron Man again. I was like, it's a fixture of who he is, and for me, one of my favorite uh, MCU movies and characters. So yeah, well, there's no question they built the whole MCU around him, and, you, yeah. and they have to credit Robert Downey Jr.'s performance and the character yeah. for like making the whole thing work. There's yeah. no question. I think as a character, he's not as interesting to me as other characters, and as a, as a someone who like was familiar with the Avengers before their oh, movies, right. 
it's he seems like a strange character to build mm. a whole and the whole MCU around. Like they did it and it worked. They did, and yeah. Mission accomplished, but like is that Iron Man they, is like a side character to me and a side character at best. And right. So it's like, well, he always was, yeah. Um, but I did anyway, have some Iron I, Man underoos growing up, so <laughs> okay. maybe well, I was. Maybe he's a bigger deal than I'm giving credit. <laughs> My if I was gonna play devil's advocate yeah. here, because you're saying like, oh, it's all the iterations of the helmet. Like to me, that's like like the helmets I've picked so far. It's like that is like the helmet. That's their look. And with Iron Man, you're right. Like throughout the movies, even within individual movies, it's not just like he wears the one helmet. It's like he has two or three variations. And I get variations. that's part of the character. He's always tinkering. He's always coming tinkering. up with. A new, a new version the of new the suit. suit for this situation yeah. or that situation. But to me, I like it. it almost feels like they haven't landed. If they landed on like the, def- this is the definitive look, then they wouldn't change it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so it kind of feels like, yes, it's integral to the character. Yes. It's the key component to his powers, right. and his, his like overall, um, you sort of utility in the fight and the things he can do and the things he needs to do and see and have interaction with the computer interface. But like, I don't feel like it's itself any one version of it is like the iconic version of an Iron Man helmet. Maybe maybe you'd go like okay just the first, take the first movie maybe, and maybe yeah. that's the one but yeah. like to me that they keep fiddling with it yeah. means means I don't know and I maybe maybe I'm just confusing like a character quality of him always tinkering always working on it with like yeah. using that to critique the movie or the style. But if I'm thinking of like iconic helmets, right. I'm like, which one is the iconic helmet? Correct. Is it the, is it the one he makes in the caves of in the middle East? Right. In the first yeah. Movie? Is that the iconic helmet? It's a you little could more argue stylized. That. Yeah. Um, or is it, you know, which one is it? So then I'm like, well, I, I it seems kind of wishy washy, not it's going not, on my list. No. You know, yeah. I think I'd like, because with superhero movies, even when you have a carryover character, even yeah. like, Spider-Man, Batman, we're talking masks, whatever. There's always like the slightly updated version of right. the suit. You know, That's yeah, I mean, true. even thinking Between of Batman movies. Begins to The Dark Knight, like they made a little tweaks, you know. Right. You know, they put nipples on the bat suit. <laughs> they made adjustments. Joel, Joel Schumacher. Schumacher. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> so I Gotta always like that um, as well. But uh, so anyways, Iron Man on the list. Is it ex- as exciting as uh, my next two? Maybe not. My number two. Your number two. Back in 1987. Are we doing it? Are we doing it? This is RoboCop. We are not doing it. We're not doing it. (laughs) There's another movie in 1987 with an iconic helmet. Is that what you're telling me? Yes. (laughs) Okay. Maybe I missed it completely. It's possible. There's no way you would miss this. Um, RoboCop is my um, number two. Yeah. RoboCop's a great movie. Hear me out. If you haven't seen RoboCop, you're missing out. And I I also understand why you haven't seen it, because you think it's a different movie than it is. You think it's a dumb, meat-headed action movie from the 80s. You think it's just like a shoot-em-up, you know... A uh, frat boy kind of like watch watch <laughs> watch <laughs> punks get killed by a robot yeah. cop, and it is that on the surface. But it's this. Here's the thing: RoboCop is a satire, and I, I talk think to that's, this is what people don't appreciate. RoboCop's a great movie. It's it's tongue in cheek. It's meant to be funny. It is meant to be like ridiculing like the idea that you can like solve policing by just escalating you know like what if we put this robot on the street and then like well we built an even bigger robot that like shoots up the boardroom and like all these things 
So the premise of RoboCop is simple. Like, there's a guy who is a police officer. He gets killed on duty. Like that violent, opening scene, I remember. Yeah, more than anything, violently shot up, and then they. It's Keep like him alive. it's kind of like a six million dollar man thing. It's like oh, we can rebuild him. I watched that show. Um, and so they like this is his new like sort of secret experiment program. We're gonna turn him into the robot of the future, the cop yeah. of the future. So they kind of rebuild him. He's like part man, part machine, and now he's RoboCop. And as he kind of marches around detroit <laughs> it is he he seems more robot than man like he has like the lower jaw right. of a man but pretty much everything else is like he's a the, he's his a helmet's like a fixture of him but his helmet is like it's like this chrome yeah dome. i can it's picture like this it long kind of bar visor kind of like cyclops from the x-men he has this kind yeah. of long dark sort of rectangle that is his eyes sort of like a cyclopean view yeah and he kind of just kind of moves around very robotic and then he he tells uh the punks on the street to like you know (laughs) cease and desist and if they don't the gun comes out of his little leg cool gun storage thing and he kind of draws up and he's like automatic targeting and he's boom he's like you know the perfect um the perfect i mean the they're kind of pitching him these people who invent him as like the perfect cop the perfect yeah whatever but he's actually like a killing machine basically like he's just very calculating and good at there were some sequels too right yeah but i think robocop the first one is like is the definitive and there, yeah. there's even a remake i think in 2014 or something that was like pg-13 the original robocop is very rated r it's very bloody there's more like blood squibs those little special effects blood burst there's more in that movie than you've probably ever seen in your life people are just exploding with getting gunshot wounds in their yeah. torsos and arms and legs it's yeah. it's a bloody mess but it's a cool the point cool being that character. robocop is it's a satire and if you watch it through that lens i think you enjoy it it's about like corporate greed uh-huh. it's about these people who think they can solve crime by uh-huh. by turning the streets into like these militarized zones it's like it's quite damning of like a lot of the trends in sort of profiteering and and policing and all these things it's easy to discount as a dumb action movie from the 80s that is just over the top but it's i'm saying it's over the top because it is trying to be satirical about yeah this line of thinking that we can solve crime in the inner city by like deploying (laughs) deploying (laughs) like killing machines yeah right that's just it's it's meant to be like this is absurd. Look yeah. how absurd this is. Um, and uh, it's I was with this director, Paul Verhoeven. Yeah, as uh, Starship Starship Troopers. I was just looking at some other sci-fi oh, sure. movies. Total Recall. Starship Troopers also a satire. A yeah. Also, oh. this is the key. That's it's an easier a, one to get. I feel. Yeah, yeah. They lay it on a little thicker. Yeah. But that one's interesting because the book is not a satire. No. And so the director made it into kind of a tongue-in-cheek. Yeah. <laughs> So this is so, his wheelhouse, uh, maybe. And, is uh, like the... He's also responsible for Basic Instinct and Showgirls. So I don't know if there's any helmets <laughs> what in a guy. Uh, Showgirls. But, uh... Back to the helmet. Okay, the RoboCop the helmet. helmet is really cool. They do, he does, it's not just, he's not just a robot and that's his head. Like the helmet does come off later in the movie. Yeah. You see that the man's head is still more intact than sure. you would think. So you kind of see the, his human side a little bit more toward the end. Yeah. So it is a helmet, to be clear. Right. It's not just like what his head looks like post-op. Yeah, this is this is a helmet yeah. that is detachable. I, w- I would I would rewatch uh, RoboCop anytime. So yeah, you, I'd buy you... that for a dollar. That's that's one of the great quotes from RoboCop. Also, like your move, creep. That's that's a great line. It's very quotable. So many good. <laughs> your move, <laughs> your creep. move, creep. That's after he shoots the guy's ding dong off. <laughs> so your move, creep. All Again, right. a satire. Okay, watch it so... with, watch it with comedy glasses on, and you'll right. have a good time. So we've had. 
two movies mentioned from 1987, and I'm about to mention a third movie from 1987. And as I said earlier, this was a movie I saw on the same day as Predator. I believe I saw it right before Predator. Um, and I don't know how you have this uh, list and you don't have this character. You're making me nervous. <laughs> in the conversation. I and may have dropped the ball. 1987 Spaceballs Dark Helmet. Oh, Rick Moranis. I know why. Yeah. Yeah. Love. Uh, I mean, of course, of course, great character, <laughs> great, great actor, character. great shtick. <laughs> great shtick. I would consider it derivative of the sure, homage. Right. It's. Uh, but I, did I think feel like this. way more yeah. obviously. Darth Vader is kind of an Iron Man pick. I'll give you that. Like I can't. I'm not gonna just go with the obvious all day long. And so, Dark Helmet. I remember seeing Spaceballs. Uh, Lord after, Dark Helmet, please. Lord Dark Helmet. Sorry, <laughs> I just saw Dark Helmet in the uh, IMDb. So, um, but. What a, I mean, Rick Moranis now is coming up We've again. established we love Rick Moranis. And uh, so great in this movie. I'm always, I'm always quoting this movie, but I love this character, and I love just how they leaned into, obviously, Rick Moranis a little uh, small in stature, and yet you put this ginormous helmet on him. <laughs> I just pictured the guy holding him by the helmet while he's swinging. <laughs> it's, so, it's so perfect. It's so funny. Um, I absolutely love uh love this movie and i mean i love all the characters and everything from it but specifically i think it works with him as the villain and i love just it's almost like a he pull, pulls the helmet up he still's got the glasses on you right know? right it's so great right. and yeah, uh small touches are, are really small touches you know see your schwartz is as big as mine star, like right. there's that and what a uh, great movie um so i don't know what else you can say it's dark helmet that that it's the helmet the, is it, the joke right it is the it's, joke it's it ridiculously is the big it's you can't have that he just walks and on then you just call it funny. dark helmet i mean like that's darth <laughs> vader just call him dark helmet <laughs> there's no creativity involved right. i mean i guess the um, the the sort of joke on star wars is like that this character is just he's just a helmet and there's nothing like there's no substance to is that right. the joke like the joke is like like this character is I mean, supposed to be intimidating just because he has a big just a dark star helmet. wars spoof i can't yeah. imagine uh, mel brooks put too much thought into like the you know what are we trying to do here so i guess I my point like, is i don't think it'd be as funny as it is if it wasn't true somehow like there's some truth to like what right. what's the joke on darth vader here? right it's well like, i think he's, he's just the, he's the bigger just a, larger than life and you right. never <laughs> and at that point you know i think we already knew because you know return of the jedi had come out and you kind of know the the story um so, I think oh, so Spaceball comes out after the first the trilogy is done. Correct. Okay. Uh, so this I, is 87. Return of the Jedi came out in 83. So that okay. four so years, okay. you know, enough time to pass. And people are like, yeah, well, it's I, like guess, a, I guess Lucas Wars isn't going to make yeah, any more right, Star right. Wars movies. We got this. Right here we go. Um, <laughs> it's just there's so many laughs. That's Absolutely. Uh, Love the movie. Can you believe I saw that in Predator on the same day? At the what a day. In what the a, afternoon. Did you? And. I, I hope I'm remembering this right. My brother maybe can confirm this, but and you enjoyed both, or yeah, you didn't? Um, in yeah, I mean, what two completely different movies? And I think that's how you have two to... great helmets. We didn't. I didn't even know <laughs> in 2023 I'd be talking about helmets. You could have, uh, yeah, you could have done a two for one earlier, but you missed, missed opportunity. Yeah. I did not have a dark helmet. Okay, I thought when you said 87, I'm like, what are the chances? I can't believe I had two others from 87. And this it wasn't. makes me think, like, I don't know where our Get, should we should we make it official? 1987, the best year for movie helmets. <laughs> I, I think. Mean, can we be the first? Can we get that scoop? <laughs> no one else is. No one else is. Right. It doesn't make it. me wonder how many other great movies came out in 87, <laughs> which I. That's what's always kind of. It's funny a big year. Yeah. 
Okay, um, so we're to your number wow, one. That's great. We're to my number one. And and you just have one left as well. Correct. Now I don't think we're gonna match up based on a comment you made a, a few moments ago, but um, and because you've already kind of touched base here, my number one. What's the year? Nineteen seventy-seven. Oh, okay. Yeah. No. My number one. Yeah. Is Darth Vader's helmet? Sure. Because I just feel like. I, I don't want to put it because over I feel dark like it's, helmet. It's right. That's why I didn't have dark yeah, helmet. Because yeah. I'm like I think I think that. the one is derivative of the other. Yeah. But I feel the same way about. I was thinking through this. I'm like, because you were saying like, oh, there's so many good Star Wars helmets, and I'm like, yeah, of course. Like they're all good. Like the stormtrooper helmet is iconic and yeah. it's great. Biker and Scout, Boba Fett's it. helmet is iconic and it's great. And uh, even I even like yeah the biker the uh, scouts like the speeder bike yeah. the, that with like the visor. I on thought top. about that one. Like that one's even cooler than the normal yeah. stormtrooper one. It is. And, Kylo but Ren. I'm, but I'm thinking like, eh, I'm okay. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> he kind of takes it off partway through because he realizes it's it's uh, mm, it's Kylo. too much. Um, Sorry, go Darth Vader. Yeah, yeah, You're Darth Vader. My point about all these helmets is yes, they're all good, but I th- I don't think any of them matter if you don't have Darth Vader at the top of the helmet pyramid. I feel yeah, like you've like established that the bad guys wear these helmets. Yep. And the baddest guy at the top wears the baddest helmet. The darkest. And these are the baddest. Hel- these are the helmet bad guys. Yeah. All the different bad guys have different helmets. Yeah. And they're kind of faceless, and that's why they're intimidating. That's like the empire. They're not, it's not about individuals and people. It's about like just this uniformity yeah. in the yeah. helmets. Like right? It's like it sounds silly, but if you there's look so at Star many helmets Wars, in Star it's, Wars, it's helmets, wall to wall helmets. <laughs> but none of it works if Darth Vader isn't at the top wearing the the helmet. Right? He's he is dark helmet. Guys, this is what we're doing. <laughs> we're going with helmets. And so to me, all the other ones are not just is Dark Helmet of Spaceballs, derivative of Darth Vader. I think all the helmets in Star Wars are are derivative of Darth Vader's signature helmet. And I don't like like when I make a list and I pick the one thing that's the obvious choice. It's sort of like if you you click on a list online of a top 10 or a top 5 or a top whatever, and you know know what they're saving for number one because everyone agrees and it's obvious. I hate I hate jumping on that bandwagon when I make a list because I just feel like but you, you can't know, deny I wanna, it. I want to put my own personal touch on a right. list. But right, it's so undeniable that Darth Vader's yeah. is it's like the movie helmet. The most iconic yeah. helmet in all of movies yeah. is Darth Vader's helmet. It's sleek. It's not even if you look at it too long, it looks silly, I feel like. Yeah. It's it's a strange I'm not sure why it works as well as it does. It's got this kind of sloping thing. It's kind of right. it's like a samurai style helmet. I'm sure that's an influence. Yeah, I can see that because there's a lot of that going on. Sure, certainly, in, the, the lightsabers in, and the swords and all in that. Star Wars, and so it maybe that's why it just reads as natural, like a thing you've seen. And then it's got these big eyes, and it's got kind of a snout to it. Yeah, little triangle snout. And so, and it's like the the helmet combined with the voice and the whole costume. It's like it's like the yeah. perfect movie. Well, no, for most, like a for like a blockbuster yeah. thing that's like we just need to establish somebody's big right. and intimidating here we go here's right. all the things and uh, clearly he was just became iconic instantly right yeah um so iconic movie villain movie man i mean that every halloween since 1977 some kid is wearing <laughs> that costume right very few mysterious yeah. even though i think i think you associate i don't know as i watched i never i never was an empire sympathizer like i never liked to i always like to play the jet you know you want to be the jedi when you're a kid and you're playing you want to sure. be han solo you don't yeah. want to be 
at least I never wanted to be a stormtrooper. Right. Those are the those are the dopes who lose. You know, like I don't want to be dopes. Darth Vader. Right. But he is. You have to. You have to respect his presence oh, on yeah. screen. Intimidating. The way, they, the way they build him up, and he also has a great helmet reveal moment in Return of the Jedi, which. I wonder what that conversation is like when you're planning. It's like, well, do we just do we have to reveal him? Is this right. like something people expect? Is this a big deal? Like, right. you know, it's going to be a big moment when they sit down and he's kind of slumped on the ground and Luke right. pulls the helmet off. Like, it's it's got to be yeah. human. Like, all of a sudden, yeah. you see there's a human under yeah. there, and then it's Mister Freeze underneath. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's oh, we didn't mention Mister Freeze. I, I thought about his potential there. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so I just feel like it has a lot of those elements that I've already talked about. Like it, it, it gets a character's presence on screen instantly without having to explain them. They're just instantly uh, sort of a force in the movie, yeah. Um, in terms of narration and plot and exposition, but then also it allows you to have a reveal later on, where you reveal their humanity, you reveal their true self, you reveal yeah. who is under there all the time. The helmet has plot device, and that they get to yeah. have that moment eventually. They kind of do the full circle. So um, no yeah, one's going to argue. It's the no it's the uh, the definitive helmet. Yeah, and yet your number one is different. My number one is very different. <laughs> well, um, certainly from that, I didn't even anticipate it making my list, and it really has little to do with the helmet, other than he happens to wear a helmet Uh-oh. and he qualifies. Uh oh. I mean, it's definitely a part and a fixture of this character, and we're coming full circle. On the whole Toy Story train. Uh-oh. And I just went with Buzz Lightyear. Oh, the and dome. Because he's a great character. Yeah. It's got yeah. <laughs> I'm doing it. I'm reenacting uh, the flip the flip of the dome. The flip. Um I don't think anyone and I don't know, maybe I, I said that about Iron Man and then the Dave shot me down. So I don't I think most oh. people like Toy Story. Do you well, like Well you Toy took Story? some shots at my gladiator pick, so I feel like <laughs> I, I had to return I, the favor. I wasn't aware we went yeah. down that path. Yeah. But um uh, Buzz Lightyear, the and I haven't seen Lightyear, so I'm just talking about uh, referring to the Tim Allen rendition when I just love Toy Story, which came out in 1995. Obviously, there's been sequels, as we said. I do think, uh, for the most part, I mean, he may it's the same Buzz Lightyear, it's the same costume, it's the same character. Yep. Um, so as a character, though, I thought the brilliant stroke uh, with Toy Story, obviously is then having a character so out of touch that they don't realize they are a toy. Uh, and right. so, and there's this like really s- the sad moment in Toy Story when he sees the commercial for the Buzz Light action figure right. and it says, does not fly. You know, and for it, what a crushing, <laughs> about that sad detail. thing. And he just turns into like a pile of mush and Woody's like, no, yep. that's, that's <laughs> this yeah. is what we you are. You are a toy. Right. right, and it's only like <laughs> not... Um, Almost surpassed is when in Toy Story 2, which which is also great, is in Tal, uh, Al's Toy Barn. Yep. You see all the Buzz Lightyear figures. Oh, right, and he sees them. You're just one. And they're ships. There's so many of you. And I just, it's an ingenious uh, thing to like, oh, what you know, because every movie, you're going to sell the toys. What if the toys are the movie, and now you're just selling the movie yeah. back to the people, and you have these characters be well aware of it. So um, Buzz Lightyear... He is no uh, Darth Vader, <laughs> but he's be- it's he's obviously a fix- fixture in, for Disney for Pixar, um, and I just love that whole element of, of Woody and Buzz of taking us from like the old west into the space, sure. the sci-fi, and that whole dilemma. And so, but tell fan. me, tell me more about the helmet. 
No, that, that's what I'm saying. So uh, where I think Dave started with the helmet and worked his way back, I started yeah. with the characters that I love who happen sure. to also wear a helmet. Gotcha. And so uh, outside of Mysterio, I feel like was like a two for one for me. Like that's probably my coolest helmet. And Boba now Mysterio Fett. and Buzz Lightyear similar helmets. <laughs> you have a Mar- type, and maybe Mars you have Attack. A, you have a helmet type. You Mars like I like, like the a, clear. You like a transparent right. dome. I mean, I almost, I, I, I texted Dave like, so can I count Luke Skywalker because I love that character? Yeah, I assume you're like, gonna do it. He, eh, like, he has the helmet on. I like it. Um, do you want me to drop another one on you? I thought you might have. Go ahead. Top Gun helmets. I, that was on my side notes. Yeah. yeah, Maverick. I thought about. Yeah, I was thinking about and another. This is a wild card one. I didn't go with it because I, I remembered watching the movie growing up, but I remember the helmet Clint Eastwood wore. And this feels like this could be a movie you would appreciate if you haven't seen it. It's called Firefox. Never heard he of it. He sneaks <laughs> sneaks in to like uh, infiltrate some. He's looking to steal a a plane, a significant like war plane or something. Sure. And at some point, he has to don like their like it's a dark helmet costume as he's pretending to be one of the enemy fighters to help steal this oh, okay. ship and get out and make it out alive. But it's like like a very cool like helmet to say the least and just like a whole cool like i remember you're gushing it. about it why isn't it on the list because i couldn't i had to hardly remember the movie i would have had to go back and rewatch yeah, firefox you, you clips and trailers and wouldn't want to do that and then i was like well how much does he really wear the helmet just at the end i would so, have allowed it so i got like well buzz and boba they don't take those helmets off <laughs> dark helmet is that helmets in the title true. that's true i guess you did technically have darth vader because you had Darth <laughs> i did darth helmet with and it was between helmets. boba fett and darth vader for me that's and true boba, you covered you covered it by extension we, uh, for sure. so i think we hit on some of the iconic ones i mean if you google like greatest helmets i think you get darth boba uh, oh, I didn't try I, that. I didn't Google greatest helmets. Oh uh, yeah, I, I I was searching best movie character helmets or whatever, and um, so Boba, Darth Vader, Iron Man, all these things popped up. Mysterio didn't really pop up. I had to dig. I had you, to go. Uh, I had to dig for that one. That's your addition um, to the. And had I redone this canon. one, I might have paid more attention to the helmets and Mars attacks. Because I, of all the things you said, <laughs> that's the one I feel the worst about not including. Yeah. That, now that you said it, because I was just even reminded of that somehow recently. That movie. yeah, it's such a. Cl- it's very I like. Are they wearing it. helmets? Oh, they're wearing helmets. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that when they start playing the uh, Mars attack spoilers, cut off the episode if you haven't seen Mars attacks. Yeah. You want to see it, but. When they're when they're when Mars they're attack when they're spoilers when their heads start exploding from the opera music, <laughs> oh, yeah. the the helmet is key yeah, because yeah. it contains yeah, yeah. the uh, the splatter. It does. Um. So yeah, Mars attacks is such a good and that's Mars attacks with an exclamation point. Correct. Let's be clear. If you're if you're searching for it, don't get confused by any other Mars, Mars attacks. attacks. Don't go watch the Tim Martian Burton, accidentally. Right? I think so. Yeah. And then Mars attacks cap uh, exclamation points. Sci-fi satire. We could do a list of movies that have exclamation points in the title. <laughs> Are there a lot of them? You got Mother. You got, <laughs> you got Mars Attacks. We're going to start with them. So there we go. That's true. That, that, could, that, could, be a, that list could be two entries yeah. long. Okay. Any other helmets you need to mention here? I was a little worried you were going to talk Batman today. Let me just put this out there. But Mask. I don't consider it a helmet. I was prepared to dispute you yeah. if you brought it up. So I'm glad I thought of it as page. a mask. Same I consider it, I consider it a cowl. Right, the, that's, cape, I, the cape yeah. and cowl—that's that's, that's what they talk about with Batman. Though it is more and more helmet-like 
in re- more recent movies. Right. It's like a hard shell. I kind of thought like, can, if it can like take a, a pullover, is that a helmet? like Adam West is not wearing a helmet by any stretch. No, it it's is just like a cloth, cloth mask, <laughs> right? Yeah. Right. But like Christian Bale in like in whatever, sure. Um, whatever the third Dark Knight Rises, like that's like it's like a helmet. Yeah. It's, it might as well be a like a motorcycle helmet. Correct. Correct. Um, so I guess it depends on which one you're referring to. Yeah. So I was prepared. I was prepared for Batman. Didn't happen. Thank goodness. Yep. Um, I got all my honorable mentions in. I, I'm, I'm a little disappointed. I didn't stick to my guns and put Anton Chigurh on the actual list. Oh, yeah. Because, because I, I thought it was really funny. But I was like, you know what? I think the joke. It's equally funny as an helmet hair. Yeah, I get it. And we've already talked about No Country for Old Men plenty, so we don't need to jump back in there. Yeah. Otherwise, and again, I'm not. I'm happy walking back on my Iron Man pick. I knew, like, I, I was like, ah, I gotta, for me, like, as much as Dave's like, well, which one is the definitive one? I liked all the little tweaks and the costumes and adjustments. And it gets to a point where really the, maybe it's too too much so, where it's like, where's this helmet coming from now? Like, with all of, you know, like, some of these, <laughs> like, you know, you got a little clip on your watch and there's a helmet, you know, I'm like. See, this, the interesting like, thing is, like, we're talking this on the occasion of Ant-Man and the Wasp, right. colon, Quantumania. Yeah. But. I don't think of the Ant-Man's helmet as um, being very iconic or interesting, and yet they insist on him always appearing in the exact same helmet, more or less. It's like, well, why are you revising this one? Like, give me. A, I think there were some little. You tweaks think there's some tweaks? It. I think some Tony Stark tweaks. To it, it looks like it to me. It kind of always reads as kind of the same. Of, he actually has to put the helmet on in the first one. Now yeah. Doesn't it appear? They they all went to appearing helmets. Spider Man's right. armor disappears. If you ever look disappears. at a behind the scenes clip of Marvel, nobody's wearing costumes anymore. Right, they're all it, like Spider Man doesn't even have a, anything. It's just all <laughs> digital. Stuff. They all got it written into their contrast. Yeah. Like I'm not putting anything on my head. Uh, you're gonna have to put that on in post. They're like, my wait, time is what is James Cameron doing in A <laughs> two? Let's do that. <laughs> Wouldn't have been an episode if you didn't so, squeeze an A two in there at the end. All right. Yeah. Do you know Avatar 2? And then we'll wrap it up here. Is, is I like, don't know. I know it's out. Well, I've it's heard made, of it. It's like the fourth highest grossing movie of all time now. What are the top three? Endgame? Worldwide. It's all Marvel movies uh, are the other top three? Endgame. Yeah. Um, I think Avatar is still up there. Um, wow. This one. Uh, Avatar 2. Uh, I'm not impressed by fourth place. Titanic. You tell me fourth place, I'm like, that's nothing. They released Titanic. We released Titanic. Place. Are you aware of this? The anniversary. Yeah, the anniversary. So... I don't know. Does that do anything does that, for does you? Does that add to its box office I, take? I think it does. Because that seems like a scam. If you can just re-release a movie every anniversary and break in a little more cash. Sure. I mean, you gotta like. You think like a re-release of RoboCop right now? Would James Cameron more? is aware that you don't get anything for being the highest-grossing movie of all time, right? There's no like. You get money. No, do you get like a? He gets the big money. statue of you somewhere. You get more money. I don't think. <laughs> Eventually, can. someone will be right. Like it's not like it's. I don't it's, think, yeah. uh, it's inevitable. Although I think he has lots of money, so I think he's just <laughs> like I'm. Just gonna do what I want to do. I guess so. And so whatever. They so. can't just release Titanic on Netflix or something, and people can watch it's it. Out. There. It's everywhere. P- that's. I think. Why do I want to go oh, to the theater? I think it's a three D. I think it's... Get uh, out of here. Yeah, I'm serious. So you feel like you're on you the boat. You want to see people jumping down. off the ship and they're like flying on top yeah. of you as they're jumping off yeah. the ship? Leo comes out and winks at you. <laughs> <laughs> when, they, when they're practicing spitting off the side of the boat, it like yeah. it hits you oh, in yeah, the face. Yeah, they do like that there's Disney a, there's the world 4D. water effect. Yeah. <laughs> Someone, there's an usher in the aisle throwing some water at you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah. All right. I'll, I'll pay for that. <laughs> you can miss um, All right. That was... Uh, I never thought this episode would happen and it did. Top five helmets. And you will let us know whether it was <laughs> a good idea it. or not. They love it. They stuck around at the end. Uh, 
Uh, thank you if you did. Um, and we will catch you next week.